Hey there, Wooers and Charmers, it's Patrick Wu, and in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about my experience of speed dating, and also what I found as the hacks of speed dating. Enjoy, and I'll talk to you guys soon. Welcome to the Wooist Podcast, the number one place to become a superhuman charmer. Welcome everyone, welcome to the Wooist Podcast. This is your host, Patrick Wu, the Wooist, your favorite dating philosopher. And yes, as I mentioned, I went speed dating for the first time. I went to see how my wooing abilities would work in the real world in speed dating events. And, you know, I actually learned quite a few things. I'm not sure if any of you have ever tried it or not. I know a lot of people try online dating. Some people go to the real life experience of dating and meeting women. But this is a pretty interesting experience that I had. Now, I, I signed up for this thing because you know I was curious how that would work, how speed dating would work. You know, you're, you're in a room with a bunch of other people that are also meeting a bunch of people, and someone's supposed to choose you. And as I went on this experience, I learned some really, really cool things. And, and one of the things that I wanted to share with you is my experience about what I saw as a few things that I could have done differently, but at the same time, some of the things that I did during my speed dating experience. I first signed up for this event because I remember a little while back, I remember seeing this movie called Hitch. And in the movie Hitch, they had this speed dating event. And I was like, wow, that seems like a lot of a lot of fun. And I want to try that. And the thing about speed dating is that you need to be able to present yourself very accurately and quickly leaving a first impression that is memorable. We only had about five minutes with each person, and unfortunately, there were way more guys than women this time. I heard that from other friends that have hosted these type of events, that there typically are actually a lot more women than men, surprisingly. And when I heard that fact, I was like, how could that be? How could that fact be? And I guess just a lot of men are a little more scared of going by themselves. When I went to this event, there were a bunch of women with their friends. So it was like a an activity that they all went to and they all supported each other. And the guys that got there, they went all solo. So I could <laughs> I could imagine that typically it's probably more scary for guys to have to go by themselves to go to these events while women have women supporters that go with them. Now, I'm not sure if that is the case every time because I know I actually met a few women that did go by themselves and by the end they were immersed in all the other women as well. But one thing that I've noticed when I was in the speed dating arena, you can say, when I got there, I was like, okay, well, how am I supposed to be? How am I supposed to act? I don't know how this is supposed to work. And I was a little terrified. I mean, I was a little nervous. Like, I don't really usually get super, super nervous about going to events these days. At least I don't think I do. But I remember feeling like kind of queasy and actually shaking a little bit. And as I, as I started driving to the place, I was like, okay, wow, what is going to happen? What are the rules? I should have probably read the rules. <laughs> and, and when I got there, you know, I could see some of the women with name tags already before the event started. And I was not sure if I could talk to these women. Can I... Should I only talk to the women later? Should I only talk to the guys? And again, I didn't know what to do. I wasn't sure what the rules were. And so I talked to these guys and I was like, hey, you guys, can we talk to the women right now before the event starts? 
And they're like, yeah, I guess you can. I don't know. But the guys were just all talking to each other, like as if we were all in middle school. The guys were on one side and the women were on the other side. And no one was really talking to each other. And it felt like I was back to middle school or the middle school dance. So I sat at the bar right before the event started. And there was a woman sitting next to me. And I felt like it was almost rude not to talk to her. So I was like, Hello, I'm not sure if I should be talking to you right now, <laughs> but, but my name is Patrick. And we just started having a conversation, and she was telling about her experience, about dating and everything. And I actually learned a lot about her. And then, and then late, a little while later, I'm like, okay, you know what? Perhaps I'm going to talk to you in a little bit because I'm not sure if I should continue to talk to you or not. And so I talked to a bunch of other guys who were there, and, and some of them felt really, really nervous as well. While one guy that I talked to, he mentioned that, you know, these things are kind of rough. I'm like, what do you mean it's kind of rough? Well, I've been to 20 of these and I've had no success. I'm like, okay, well, well, that's understandable, I guess. So, so why do you keep coming to these things if you haven't had success? He's like, well, it's the only place that I can go to that, to meet women. There's no, there's no other place to meet women. And I was like, what are you talking about? There's women everywhere. Look, look outside. There's women outside. And then later he's like, yeah, but, but I live in a place that is secluded from women. I live out into the mountains. And I'm like, okay, well, maybe you should come down from the mountains more often. And he kind of gave me this like, well, I'm going to do my best and, and hopefully it's good enough. And when he said that, I kind of agreed to one part, and that was that you can really only do your best. Now, when you're in the moment, that's really all you've got, your best in that moment. And so once the event started and the host told us all the rules and that we only have five minutes to spend with each person before they rotate, you know, we, we all started getting into our groove. We got into our bodies and we're like, okay, I'm ready to bring my best self to present to the person in front of me. And as I went to talk to the first person, I mean, one of the women that I talked to, let's say her name was, I won't say her name, but her, let's say her name was Teresa. And when I said hello to Teresa, I was like, Teresa, hi. Oh, you know what? My, my last ex-girlfriend was Teresa. And she was like, oh. <laughs> and she kind of was kind of taken back like, well, that's not good. <laughs> and, and you could already see like, okay, I'm doing fantastic. <laughs> but the, the old me would have been like, oh, should I have said that? Should I not have said that? But that was just kind of the first thing that occurred to me to say because that's what, that's what I thought of. Now, whether she liked it or not, uh, well, she probably didn't like that very much the, on the way that she said, oh, well, that's not very good. <laughs> but from that point on, it's like she could have decided to either play with me or not play with me. Like I had really just two options from her. And as we had this conversation, you know, we, we talked a little bit more, you know, we were kind of playing, we were kind of flirting a little bit, but you know, sometimes you just kind of feel within an interaction just, is she your girl or is she not your girl? And in this case, she was not my girl. And I also realized that she was a cop. Oh, no. <laughs> well, well, maybe you like cops. I don't know. But, but for me in general, I think someone who has the career of 
and a cop, I typically would not probably get along since I'm a little bit more free-spirited than the ways of cops. And I'm not saying that cops are not free-spirited. I'm just saying that many people who choose the career path of cops, from what I know, are not as free-spirited. And I could just kind of feel, ah, well, you know, even though you're not my girl, I'm going to spend the next four minutes or whatever time we have left together. And so we chatted, and then all of a sudden, the time rang, and it ended. I'm like, okay, well, nice to meet you. I'm going to move on. And, and at this event, you have a piece of paper that you write down each person's name on it, and, and you write down a few good things that you remember that you either like or you do not like. And, and then I rotated to the next person and the next person. As I went through this type of activity, I was, what I feel like I was doing really well, I'll say that first, is... I felt that I was really connecting with these women. You know, one thing that I talk a lot about is because I only have five minutes, because I only have five minutes, there is very little time for me to actually get to know her, to get to know the things about her, about her job, about what her favorite color is, about all these things. And even if I got all this information, I wouldn't even really care that much, to be honest. You know, what I was looking for, I was looking for the feeling that I was getting for myself of how I felt with her. I was looking for how do we play together? How, what is the connection that we have right now? And as I connected with many of these women, we were just kind of playing and laughing and enjoying the best of ourselves. And when I look back on our conversation, yeah, I remember a few things that we said since I met nine other women. But what I really remember from these interactions is the feeling when I think about someone. It's the feeling of, did we connect? Did we have a good time with each other during those five minutes? Now, five minutes, again, is very little time to leave any impression. But I felt like each time that I spent with these women, I left a really, really good impression. And one interaction in particular really stood out to me. She said, she was, I made some kind of remark and she just starts laughing. And then I I said to her, wow, I really, really like your laugh. She's like, you know what? I've been so tense these last few rounds because all the guys that I met were so serious that it's nice to laugh for once. I'm like, really? Oh, that's really interesting. And I guess a lot of the guys that were there, they were really, really serious. They were there in it to tell them why they were the best catch. They were there to sell themselves to women. And hey, you know, great for them for doing their best. But in order to create a connection from what I saw while in speed dating, I noticed that whatever comes up in that moment, if you allow for it to play out by itself, that is good enough right there. That is all you really, really need taking the conversation wherever it goes, whatever occurs to you in that moment. And so as I flirted with these women and told them what I liked about these women, what I like in women, curious as to what women find sexy in men, and trying to learn some of these secrets of women that I just met in those five minutes of talking to them, you know, I had a fantastic time. I had a a great time. And as the event came to a close and everyone kind of dispersed. I wasn't really sure, okay, well, should I continue to talk to some of these women that I just talked to during the date? 
or should I not do that and wait for them to email me? And how it works is the very next day you're supposed to sign onto the system and pick the women that you liked during those five minutes you had and see if they choose you too. And this is my biggest mistake in all of this. It was waiting to see if women would message me or not. That if I could do one thing differently, it would be that very thing. Now, this is why I say this, because as you're supposed to choose one of these women or many of these women, you have to rely a lot on fate in that they will choose you, right? They have to go the very next day. They have to sign on the system. They have to consult with their girlfriends at which guy they will choose, which one they should not choose. Can they really choose the same person? You have to consider the fact that I did the whole system thing right, first of all. I mean, there's so many variables to this. And if I could do one thing also differently, it was to be a little more direct in that I let the women that I was interested in to know that I will pick them and that I want to see them again. That's the one thing that I would change if I were to do it all over again. But think about it. There are so many variables that go into play. Maybe she liked another guy more than I than, than me. Maybe she just wanted to go there because she wanted to support her friend. And some of these women just wanted to have an experience of this dating. They might not have been looking for someone. Maybe she's really afraid of rejection that if she chooses someone and she doesn't get chosen, then her ego is also damaged. So there are so many reasons, so many variables to speed dating that all you can really do is your best in that moment and allow for whatever to happen, happen. Now, there are so many things I could have done and the biggest thing that I would have changed was to not really adhere to the rules as much. Yes, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying that I would have broken the rules a little bit more. So it's been about a day now, and I haven't got anything back yet, but I am hopeful. And if it doesn't work out, then I'll try out a few different things next time. And if you also want to share your experience with me, then all you have to do is just go to the Facebook comment and comment. And I'll see it and I'll respond back. You have a great day and a wonderful day. Talk to you soon. Want more of Patrick Wu? Then get your free gifts at wooist.com forward slash free podcast. Thanks for being super.